Hello, hello. I am unhinged today. Yeah, it, it's taken us like half an hour to to get here. <laughs> yeah, I told Jamie an hour ago that I was ready, and I haven't stopped talking since. I, I swear she's changed clothes like three times, <laughs> gotten a drink, gotten a snack. I have, yeah, I ate dinner. And I was like, okay, pull out your phone to like start recording. She was like, here, look at a picture. <laughs> well, I have pictures of cats to show you. I know. Hi, guys. Hi. <laughs> Welcome, Welcome back to Creeps and Coffee. Today's going to be a good day. Yep. Jamie, how are you today? I'm good. I'm excited for good. this episode. Good. As usual. Yeah. That's good. Because I usually pick the topics. I'm like, here's ten topics that I'm obsessed with. Pick one and we'll talk about it. And shockingly, I seem to have the most to say about all of it. <laughs> And I don't understand it, because I have notes and notes, and then you talk for 40 minutes. Welcome to the show! I'm Kate. And I'm Jane. And this is Creeps and Coffee. A show where we talk about the dark parts of the world around us. Cryptids, conspiracies, things that go bump in the night. And the crimes behind the scariest creatures of all, humans. Join us as we take a look at the stories sure to give you the creeps. Pull up a seat, grab a coffee, and let's have a chat. Ask me a question. Oh. What's your favorite color? No. <laughs> what are we... <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah, that was, what, that was the what question are, I was looking for. What are we talking about today, James? So, we're kind of talking about an internet phenomenon. Phenomenon. Phenomena? Phenomenon. Phenom... There was multiple. Phenomena. There you go. We're talking about a conspiracy-esque internet phenomena. Yeah, I think that's a good way of putting it. It sort of has spiraled into a conspiracy. That's for sure. Yeah. So if you lived under a rock... (laughs) Like me. Yeah. Between 2012 and 2014. (laughs) My favorite time to be under a rock. Yeah, keep in mind, we probably... I don't even think I had a phone in 2012. I think I had an iPod. Um, But if you were alive at this time, (laughs) you may have heard of Cicada 3301. Did you hear of it? Because I think I briefly heard of it, but I didn't follow it at all at the time. I didn't hear about it until I want to say 2020, 2021. Yeah, I was was that far. Well. I don't know. I was uh, pretty far under the rock for a while. Um, I think I first heard about it in a YouTube compilation of like strange internet things and like not cult stuff, but like cult-ish. I mean, we'll talk about that aspect of things. And I remember hearing about it and thinking, oh, what is this? What's happening? I was very much a bookworm in that, in that mm. era, so I, I wasn't was, really paying attention to this stuff. I was on Tumblr. Mm. It is, the full name is Cicada3301. I'm going to just refer to it as Cicada now, mm. uh, just because that's a lot to say. <laughs> also, Cicada is a type of bug. A fun terrible fact. type of bug. Not a fun fact at all. They're horrendous. Bad fact. It's a bug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> terrible fact. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> 
<laughs> so this was a a series of puzzles, one might say. Mm-hmm. Um, internet puzzles. And it was posted, the very first puzzle was posted January 2nd, 2012 on 4chan, which I didn't re- realize means four channels. Like, yeah. What did you think it was? I don't know. I thought it was just like Reddit, 4chan. Mm. They're different. They are different. There's also different chants. There was also an 8chan. Yeah. Which is eight. not, well, it's not a place that I would ever recommend going no. from the little research that I've done on it. It's a scary place. Well, 4chan is also okay. a scary place. Yeah, this part, it wasn't scary, it was just mysterious, technically. Different This specific one. I mean, yeah. So, it was a series of puzzles. So, yeah, these puzzles, these series of puzzles, the, the purpose behind them was supposedly to recruit highly intelligent individuals. Um, the actual definition, like operative definition of what a highly intelligent individual was, was never fully stated. And the ultimate purpose behind why they wanted to, um, get in touch with these highly intelligent individuals is never, has never been known. It's never been uncovered. Which There's different. I am so. I want to know it's so bad, but I am so not smart enough to be a part of this club. <laughs> you never know. You never know. No, I know. Well, <laughs> no comment. Anyway, um, <laughs> so this is kind of where the different theories start start to spiral off of, like where people think it might be cult stuff. It might be, um, secret societies. It might be whatever. So. A lot of different theories have claimed that Cicada 3301 is a secret society, mm. or these were like the calling cards of a secret society, who had a goal of improving cryptography and privacy and sort of the general rules of anonymity online and in the world. Um, there were several versions of the puzzle, some mm-hmm. solved, some unsolved, Um. According to some statements from people who won the 2012 puzzle, which, yeah, would have been the first one, the creators of Cicada typically used non-puzzle-based recruiting methods, but they had told these people who had successfully completed the puzzle that they were looking for members specifically with cryptography and computer security skills. So is the ultimate goal of this, I guess, society, we can say, is it ultimately to solve puzzles? No. But Mm -mm. is this particularly relevant for whatever purpose they had? Seems to be. We still don't know. But the purpose was just to find people who had this specific set of skills. The the Dr. Reeds of the world, if you will. Uh, the loves of my life. Please hit me up if you look anything like Matthew Greg Gubley. 
Or if you're Matthew Gray Goobler. Oh, or if you're Matthew Gray Goobler, please. We would love to have you on an episode or in our houses. Um, the second puzzle... <laughs> so, after they completed the first set of puzzles, which was in 2012, ran for about a month, a second round of puzzles began a year later in 2013 on January 4th. Once those were completed, a third round um, showed up in 2014... That one is yet to be solved. 2014? 2014. So almost 10 years ago. Oh, that makes me want to die. And nobody has at least publicly solved it Sorry, or gone to on. solve it. I, 2014 was almost 10. No. Um, some new clues were posted in 2016, uh, but still nothing really since. Uh, their last message was in 2017, <laughs> which was a... Um, it's called a PGP. I'll get into that. Okay. Um, those are so, how they sign their, their puzzles, their messages to the world. And that literally stands for pretty good privacy, which is an encryption program. Um, so I, I know that doesn't really make a lot of sense. It kind of does. I mean, it's just good lame. security. So, you know, it's coming from the right source. Yeah. Kind of late. It's like a digital footprint. Good. Okay. Yeah, I think that's kind of stupid. But yeah. it's like you writing an email and signing your name and then sending it. It's from your email. It has your name right. signed on it. So we know it's coming from you. Like your e-signature sort of. Exactly. Like, yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> but Sorry. I'm sure everyone knows this. I just am I not. didn't. <laughs> okay. Well, that makes me feel better. Uh, yeah, I kept seeing PGP and I was like, what does this mean? It literally means <laughs> pretty, <laughs> pretty good privacy. So these puzzles... I'll get into an example of the first puzzle um, at the end of all this. Yes, you have a question? Sorry, yes. I meant to ask a question before, but okay. the lack of ADHD meds in my body made me forget. Right. Um, <laughs> so you said more clues came out in 2017? Just uh, a message came out in 2017. Or Sorry, more clues came out in 2016 then? You said at some point more clues came out. A, a new clue, yeah. So on Twitter, and that was in reference to the unsolved puzzle from two thousand fourteen, not a completely yeah. new puzzle. Correct. These puzzles focused on, don't make fun of my pronunciation, on never. data security, cryptography, and stenography. You actually killed that. Yes. I'm not even going to make fun of you. I'm going to tell you and how proud I am. I will. Thank you. I will say, cryptography not easy. No. I tried to take a class on it. <clears throat> I got through one one class, the first one, and I oh. struggled so much cuz oh, I don't I know remember. anything about commu- computers. Yeah, you got you got the 3 a.m. Snapchat of I me sure like did. Crying. I sure did. having a breakdown. <laughs> because I don't know much about computers, so I wasn't using <laughs> systems to solve the ciphers they were giving me. I was Which doing is- it by hand. The point of cryptography. You're not supposed to do it by hand. So I was like, <laughs> I have to write out hundreds of lines for this. Uh, so I dropped out. Um, yeah. <laughs> Fair. But yeah. So it's like hard. And you have to be very tech savvy to solve all of this. It has been listed as one of the top five eeriest unsolved mysteries of the internet by the Washington Post. Oh, wow. Uh, I know. And Crazy. there's also been speculation that it is a recu- recruitment tool for MI6, NSA, CIA, or Masonic uses. 
I don't think so, though. I think you can just go to your local masonry spot and sign up if you're Unless a Unless you're a woman. Yeah, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> or they think it could be, like, a cyber mercenary group. Personally, I put these people maybe towards, like, an anonymous group. I was going to say, like, cyber mercenary like anonymous. Because like C- Cicada hasn't vein. claimed to have done anything wrong. I'll go into some allegations Okay, because um, I was going to say, have they really claimed to do anything? We don't, nothing that we've, because nothing that we know of. The only thing I've really seen the Cicada logo on mm-hmm. is these puzzles. Yeah. And that's sort of what confuses me about the phenomena in and of itself is that they're very public about recruitment with mm-hmm. this logo, but... And we I'll haven't talk seen more it. about the logo yeah. too. Okay. Um, <laughs> She's so excited. But... <laughs> But it's crazy because some people say it's also, like, an alternate reality game, or... Mm. And can I just say, Mm -hmm. during that time on the internet, the AR videos and websites and all that, like, that's when that was the rage. Yeah. Like, all the videos that were almost, like, found footage and you weren't Mm -hmm. sure if they were real or not. Like, um, Dear David was a big one. I feel like that was, like, 2014. Yeah. Um, like I know AR, there were like post-apocalypse ones that freaked me totally. out. Totally. Like, like the, the one where like the, the sun stopped shining and people yep. were like, I think it was a Twitter account that one where they would actually post. Yeah, I was they watching would it on have, Twitter. Like, they were like, basically, like, all of my tweeting. neighbors have disappeared. It's dark. Yeah. Like, And they were waiting like days before they would tweet again and saying like, mm-hmm. oh, it's been however amount of time. Like the AR genre as a whole. Really it committed. was a it very committed and it was very popular so it makes sense to me that that would be a consideration especially for the time period but mm-hmm. for it to continue to go on to today especially because nobody's making that. money from this they're yeah. they're not monetizing it in any way it doesn't cost money to do these and they're not so claiming something anything to from it. it yeah they're not claiming any fame of like oh yeah well i made the cicada thing yeah so, I'll actually talk about the the logo now. So, it is called Cicada 3301. The logo isn't a cicada. No. It's a moth. And do you <laughs> want to know why it's a moth? Do you why know why it? it's a moth? I don't. Um, so, it symbolizes a puzzle like in the Silence of the Lambs. <gasps> That's where they got oh. the moth imagery from. Yeah. I love The Silence of the Lambs. One Which, of my exactly, films. I was like, oh my god. I didn't even think. Okay. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. I like that a lot. You know what? I give them a lot more credit. My question mm-hmm. now, though, is why did they call it Cicada? And not Moth 3301? Yeah, what is the significance of the numbers? I'm sure that has something to do with it. Um, That, in my small brain, I couldn't find anything on that. <laughs> I was more interested in... In the Silence of the Lambs? Yeah. That's completely fair. In some pop culture stuff, Mm -hmm. there were references to Cicada in, like, Assassin's Creed Origins. Okay. It sparked a comedy thriller film, um, Dark Web Cicada 3301. It it was the plot of an episode of Person of Interest, and I thought this was kind of cool... The 
United States Navy released a cryptographic challenge in 2014, calling it, I don't know how to say this one, Project Articith. How do you say it? Uh, you're... It's uh, Articith. You know? Ar- Architeuthis? Is that how you say it? I'm assuming. Architeuthis, I think, yeah. Do you know what it literally translates to? I do not. My Greek and It's Latin. a giant squid. Oh. Yeah. Um, but this For was why? an alternative reality puzzle game uh, made to drive awareness of Navy cryptology. A couple of allegations against the group. Mm. Uh, there were the claims that it was mm. a cult... And it was having people participate in occult principles. What sort of aspects of the occult are they thinking? I don't know, because you're solving puzzles. However, the person, this is where it loses all credibility to me, the person who came up with this theory was part of the Conservative Christian Family Research Council. So, of Uh, course, they think everything is the occult. Yeah, so they said Cicada 3301 appears to be drawing participants into dark web of the occults. Um, my brother in Christ, they're puzzles about internet security. Not everything you don't understand is the occult. Yes, it is. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, he was saying it was the dark web of the occult. And he said, Allah, I don't know how to say this Russian name, Blavsky who was just a Russian author, and then Aleister Crowley, a philosopher and magician and poet. Yeah, big, big name in the occult world. But, like, no, so... (laughs) But, like, no. If this Christian conservative family man says this is a cult, I'm going to say it's probably not. I'm going to say there's a good chance it's just people with different opinions than him. I personally think it's like an anonymous group for nerds. (laughs) Yeah. There was another theory that they were an illegal hacker group uh, engaging in illegal activities. There was a group in 2015 calling themselves 3301 who hacked into Planned Parenthood's database. Um, However, Cicada issued a PGP signed statement saying that they were not associated with this group and that it was not them. And you know it was them because they signed it with that uh, PGP signature. It's interesting to me that we hear nothing from them except to confirm that something wasn't them. So, like, they're watching and, like, still obviously keeping track. They're still here, yeah. Yeah, they haven't... But I guess maybe they just, they don't need to come out. They have everything they need, but... I think they're probably waiting for someone to actually solve the last one. You know what this reminds me of? Now you see me. Mm. And now you mm-hmm. see me too, because they needed those four magicians for whatever, and then they That's disappear true. off the face of the earth because they're not needed to be in the public eye right now. That is a good point. Please contact me. I want to know all your secrets. I this promise is, I won't tell. <laughs> this is all an elaborate ruse to get magicians. It's... Oh. We figured it out. I'm not Morgan Freeman, but I, I can help. <laughs> But I can help. <laughs> I can be a good distraction, I promise. She uh, can but be, yeah. I can confirm. Thank you. That group later 
finally confirmed that they were not affiliated with Cicada. Uh, they were just, for some reason, calling themselves 3301. Well, they were uh, probably interested in it. My question is, what what information were they trying to get from Planned Parenthood? Probably, like, it was probably, like, an anti-abortion thing, and they were, like, yeah. releasing names that well, were... Well, that's what I was going to say. Like, Cicada doesn't seem like the type for political justice. Yeah. Cicada are leftists. <laughs> I, I firmly believe it. I think so. <laughs> Which is also why I don't put any credit towards this allegation either, that they are part of the QAnon. Is that how you say it? QAnon. QAnon? I don't think they are. Uh, someone, a early QAnon promoter, Lisa Clapier, um, I don't know how to say her last name, and quite frankly, I don't care. <laughs> uh, she was urging puzzlers to decode the posts and quote-unquote follow the white rabbit. Um, but they have not stated that they are connected to, to her or... Uh, QAnon. How did you say it? QAnon? QAnon? QAnon. QAnon. I've said it too many times. It's not yeah. real. QAnon in any way. So mm-hmm. I also don't think they would be related to this problematic group either. But this which is what I mean. Which is a whole other episode. Yeah. Totally whole They're other nuts. conspiracy thing to dive down. But I don't think in any capacity that they are a group dedicated to social justice. Mm-hmm. Or like... In the same way that, like, you see Anonymous doing things about, like, I don't know, politics and political... They're just trying to make the world a better place for the general public. Yeah. Very but much you don't, the rich. But you don't see, whether it's a positive or negative, you see no interaction from Cicada in any sense. Because it's all hidden. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, what... What are you? What is your affiliation? I think there's such a necessary or a feeling of necessity to know what people's stance is on things and Mm -hmm. like where their loyalties lie. So I think it's sort of another level of intrigue when you really don't have any sense of like, okay, well, are we trying to solve this puzzle for the greater good? Are we doing Mm -hmm. it for someone who's actually super racist? You don't know until you're in. (laughs) You have no idea. And I think that's why it's, like, partially as intriguing as it is, because you want to know. It's the same goddamn reason I want to be in the Freemasons. Yeah. But they won't let me. This uh, Cicada, as well as Anonymous, because I love them, apparently. Um, (laughs) These two groups remind me very much of the movie V for Vendetta. Mm -hmm. I can see that. First of all. Good movie. Mm-hmm. Second of all, I just think like the anonymous group doing something mysterious for the greater good. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, I love it. Yeah, uh, involve can't, me. Can't I want to help. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think it's just an, such a, an interesting phenomena that connects people all over the world. Totally. And Thank you, Internet, for doing that, because that would not have been able to happen 300 years ago. That's a really good point, and that's something I think about a lot with um, kind of conspira- like Internet conspiracies in general, is like how involved we all get for something that, if the Internet didn't exist or wasn't what it is today, we would have no idea. 
I would be lobotomized somewhere. Um. <laughs> Jamie and I watched this video the other day. <laughs> it was like this girl was going through lobotomy requirements or like criteria yeah. that qualified you for a lobotomy in the 1930s. If you had like, what, three or more or something? Yeah. I had 14. I also had 14. <laughs> I was like, oh, oops. Yeah. So, clink, so clink, it's, lobotomy. it's nice to not have to worry about that, but yeah. also to indulge in these weird delusions, but like shared intrigue around the yeah. world. And that definitely plays a part in creating the phenomenon. And the and spreading of free information. That's something that's very important, especially to Anonymous, yeah. is everyone well, should have access to things. Um, yes, Jamie, we're not talking about Anonymous, though. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry, I'm a fangirl. <laughs> okay, do you say more about Cicada before I start talking about the puzzle? Yes. Get so, everything out, yeah. So, I think Cicada itself is such an interesting concept because... Like we said, we don't have any genuine idea of who we're doing this for, who we are trying to find this information for, um, what the genuine purpose behind the information is. So I think it's interesting that as a collective, specific realms of the internet, specifically, I would say 4chan and Reddit users tend to be the ones that gravitate towards um, situations like this. But it's interesting that they're able to like create such a, almost like a mass hysteria effect where these mm-hmm. people latch onto things and they jump to conclusions and it's a, it's a shared delusion, <laughs> essentially. I think you mean it's a fandom. <laughs> but, I mean, 100%. It's, <laughs> you think... My me and my One Direction tattoo aren't gonna jump in on the fact that like the internet is a cult like place in and of itself. Yeah. Um. I you already heard me talk about my supernatural Tumblr. <laughs> it's a scary place. But it's interesting from the standpoint of something like this, where there's something to solve. There is like a point A and a point B to things. Mm-hmm. How quickly people are willing to come together to work to solve it. And how many different resources are available with the internet as a collective unit, rather than every individual trying to solve it and be like every man for himself. It's the same thing that happened with like, don't F with cats, right? A hundred percent. That docuseries, everybody was working together, not everybody, but a lot of people on the internet were working together in like Facebook groups and stuff, trying to figure out who is this psychopath, and they did. It worked. There's been... A few cases that I can think of where that's been the case. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's using things as a collective rather than pitting people against each other. And I would be interested to th- to know what the people at Cicada are thinking watching the internet collectively lose their minds trying to sort all this stuff out. Like, are they hoping to find a group of people who are working together? Are they hoping to find an individual? Like, what is their goal? Are they paying us to promote this so that someone will solve that third and final puzzle right now? Who knows? Who if, knows? if they did, we totally would appreciate it. We totally <laughs> would think that would be an awesome idea. No pressure or anything. Just Do you saying. have anything else to say about it before I get into the puzzle? Please shut me up. Okay, so this... I just wanted to 
go over the first puzzle, which lasted a month, because it mm-hmm. is so complex and, like, crazy, I could never. Like, I might get through, this is if I'm lucky, the first two or three puzzles, if Fantastic. I really had tried. If I really uh, tried. So there's ten parts to the first oh my puzzle. God. Done in a month. And they all have different names, which I thought was really cool. You have the introduction, okay? Okay, So I'm following. Yeah. Um, I didn't mean to sound rude. <laughs> no, I'm... So, also, people were saying it could have also been a recruitment for the Illuminati. I don't think so. Uh, Not at everything all. is the Illuminati. Also, if it was the Illuminati, it would be the triangle, not the moth. Um, so obviously, amateurs. Yeah, come on. Don't be silly. Uh, but yes, so an invitation appeared on 4chan's paranormal board. And it was a mysterious image that said, Hello, we are looking for highly intelligent individuals. To find them, we have devised a test. There is a message hidden in this image. Find it and it will lead you on the road to finding us. We look forward to meeting the few that will make it all the way through. Good luck, 3301. And I like that immediately they were like, Yeah, there's only a few of you that are going to do this. Yeah, because they know it's so complicated already. It's like the Da Vinci Code. The book. No, I know. <laughs> Sorry, I'm pulling a lot of references here because that that's what my brain is going to. That's fair, though. So, this picture is just a black background with some white text on it. Very basic font. Mm-hmm. Taken immediately, I'd be like, what? There's a hidden message. Where? <laughs> um, so, you actually have to download the image and... Again, don't make fun of my pronunciation, Caitlin. I would never. <laughs> you have to use something called a... <sighs> Type this out, see if you know how to spell it. B-O-X-E-N-T-R-I-Q-S. A Boxtrinex text extractor tool. Spell it again. B-O-X-E-N-T. Mm-hmm. R-I-Q. Mm-hmm. S. Um, S. Like apostrophe S. Oh. The Botric. Boxcentrics. Boxcentrics text extractor tool. Uh, I'll not be able to say that again. You have to put that image into it as a file. And the results uh, show up. As you can't see what I'm looking at, can you? No. Um, <laughs> right. I didn't add this as a link. Um, I've just had this uh, this page, this web browser open for like two weeks. <laughs> Love that for you. Because um, I didn't want to, I didn't save it and I didn't want to X out of it. Um, but yeah, once you extract the results from it, it says, I don't know how to say this properly, Tavarius Clavdus Caesar. Okay. So... For that, people were using a Caesar cipher. Of course. So you use the Boxtrinex <laughs> Caesar cipher decoder tool. Naturally. Uh, but hey, you don't know the key. So for each cipher, you need to know the key. So like, how long is the word going to be? You know, is it a three-letter word, a four-letter word, stuff like that. So they don't know the key, so it's not really useful right now. That's so fair. if you just decode it um, as is, 
it sends you to a dead end. It's a picture, which we'll add on Instagram, but mm-hmm. it's a decoy duck that they use like for hunting. And it says, whoops, just decoys this way. Looks like you can't guess how to get the message out. Oh. That's where I would have given up. Yep. However. Oh. This decoy isn't really a decoy because the real message is using the words guess and out because there's a stenography tool called outguess. Oh. So, yeah. So if you put that into the outguess tool, you get a book cipher. Of course. Which, you do you know what that is? No. Okay, so a book cipher is a bunch of numbers. So it'll be like three, eight, and then what is that? The two dots. A colon? Yeah, I guess. A 3-8 colon 10, 37 colon 20. And that can be referencing pages, paragraphs, lines, words, or letters in a book. Okay. But they don't know what book it is. Okay. Are you following? No. I am, but I'm getting stressing out. Okay. So, now you're moving on to the next one called the Quest for the Holy Grail. This is okay. the next section of the And puzzle. it's not Monty Python. No. Okay. There's a subreddit um, that Cicada put out, and the header is an image that I don't know what it is. It's lines and dots, not like Morse code. Um, Okay. So I can't really explain it. Just check out her Instagram. Okay. And then it also contained an image of just a welcome mat with the word welcome on it. Okay. Welcome. You following? Welcome, yes. (laughs) So, if you put the welcome image in Outguess, it it gives you the message, from here on out, we will be cryptographically signing all messages with this key. So, that's when they started to use the PGP signature, because there was a bunch of fake pop-up puzzles coming up. Right, because people were taking advantage. Exactly, and they want it to be clear, you know these posers get them out of here so it's verifying their authenticity right so then the second image was one that was a steno no sterogram image okay um with a bunch of pictures that look like one from like the holy grail okay not monty python again no (laughs) just confirming just um so, <laughs> in that one, that's how you discover the key. Right. So, the key translated to in front of your eyes. Okay. And so then, suddenly, the header of the image, the one that's lines and dots, it's Mayan numbers. Oh. That if you translate that sequence, it's 10, 2, 14, 7. And so, that's a whole bunch of numbers. Uh-huh. Which then leads you to using a, I don't know how to say this one, a veneer cipher. Okay. That's the one I tried to learn in cryptography class and right. cried and, and gave she up. she had a breakdown, folks. For reference, that's one of the easier 14th century ciphers. Oh, no. Um, so, like, zero is A, one is B, and so on. So mm-hmm. then you can use... <laughs> box trinex letters to numbers tool which then gives you the actual key which is just a series of letters that i'm not going to read off also if i get any of this wrong 
don't correct me. I don't understand any of this. So I'm really just, I'm winging it the best I possibly can. From with from like a kindergarten I'm, level experience of <laughs> cryptography. From the notes that I'm following, you seem to be doing relatively well. Thank you. Unless I am also missing things. It's possible. <laughs> so now we have the key, mm. which, excuse me, we know the encryption key. We Obviously. then have to use that in relation to that book cipher we had yeah. before. Right. And do you know what you use those two together, what it gives you using the Vignier tool? What I does still it, don't know how to say What it. does it give you? It gives you the entire text of King Arthur. Okay. Um, so then you have to use the codes that we said before, like the 30 colon 17, you know, 76 colon 20. Right. You have to manually input all of those to find out, okay, so what parts of the book is this referencing? And then it gives you the sentence, call mm-hmm. us at telephone number 21439096089608. I'm guessing those numbers are not a telephone number. It is a telephone number. Damn it. Which leads us to our next section, the phone call. Oh. I will play the audio. Very good. You have done well. There are three prime numbers associated with the original final.jpg image. 3301 is one of them. You will have to find the other two. Multiply all three of these numbers together and add a dot com on the end to find the next step. Good luck. Goodbye. Oh my god. That's all they get. Would you have made it this far? No. That's fair. Not even a little bit. So people were confused. The people who had made it this far, obviously geniuses already, pretty much. Yes. Uh, they were like, but this image has no prime numbers. What, what's going on? The size of the image was 509 by 503 pixels. Okay. Those are prime numbers. So they multiply 509, 503, and 3301 to give you a really long number that I don't care to tell you if you're that curious pull out your calculator i will not so you go to the website you know 845.com it's no longer available so if you go there now it won't show you anything okay but when it was when it was on it had an image of cicada and a countdown i don't like countdowns countdowns make me anxious mm -hmm. because you also don't know what it's countdown yeah towards Leads you to the next stage, called the countdown. Of course. Uh, Once the countdown was up, it sent a message saying, you have done well to come this far. Patience is a virtue. Check back at 1700 hours on Monday, January 9th, 2012. Keep in mind, these first, like, what, five, six steps have happened in a span of five days? Ugh. Like... I'm, like, I'm not even doing this, and I'm... Like, my body's tense. Yeah. (laughs) I have no idea what's going on. So, And this is just the first one. Yeah, this is the first puzzle. (sighs) There's three Mm -hmm. in three years. Um, 
So the time came, 1700 hours, which is 5 p.m. Uh, suddenly, the hidden, the message changed. Oh. And it instead was coordinates all I'm, across the globe. I'm out. People went to the coordinates. Do you know what there was? Cicadas. There were real life posters and QR codes. It was in America, Australia, Poland, Korea, Germany, literally all over the world. So so it's either a small group who traveled or it's a big organization who has people all over the world, which I think Mm -hmm. is really cool. That stresses me out. But like that shows that this is like a real thing, a real organization. Yeah, either way, it's someone who has the means to travel exponentially and quickly. Mm Mm-hmm. Or it's a large organization. Yeah. And so the people who were like able-bodied and could go to these places took these pictures of the QR codes and stuff and uploaded them. Uh, They did warn people like, just be careful not to like post this too much. Like we don't want too many people skipping the first bunch of puzzles and just keeping up from here on. I'd Um, be pissed if I had gone through all of that. Just for someone to be like, yeah, well, I found a picture of it on Reddit. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so there were two variants of posters can, in the QR codes. These QR codes contained new book ciphers. Okay, more ciphers. Yes. Great. I know. Exhausting. So there was two book ciphers. I won't read the numbers for you, but I will read the messages. So it okay. says... In 29 volumes, knowledge was once contained. How many lines of the code remained when Mabingoin paused? Go that far in from the beginning and find my first name. And then the second one, the second message says, A poem of fading death named for a king meant to be read only once and vanish. Alas, it could not remain unseen. Very ominous. <sighs> uh-huh. Um... And then, let's see. The second book cipher was actually broken first. And it was found to be a book called Agrippa or A Book of the Dead by William Gibson. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you programmed this to encrypt itself, it gave you numbers and letters dot onion. So... Okay... If you're familiar with Tor, or T-O-R, the Onion Router Network, that's essentially where you get into the dark web. Yeah, that um, they use a lot of .onion things for <laughs> child porn. Yeah, so, to be quite honest, if you weren't, like, if you were just an internet sleuth, this is probably where you stop already. Yeah. Because um, you, you also have to have, like, specific things on your computer to protect you from the Tor network, because if you mm-hmm. just go on there and mess around... Suddenly you're in a chat room and somebody's giving you your own address and showing that they can see you on your camera and stuff like that. Um, So don't mess out. Yeah, don't mess with it if you don't know anything about it genuinely. Um, This they also later found the first book cipher was just an Encyclopedia Britannica. Fun fact, completely off topic. There was a website that I still often get emails from because of how extensively Uh I used it um, called Encyclopedia Titanica. Oh my god, Caitlin. And it was it was the website that taught me 
how to memorize the entirety of the first class passenger list on the Titanic. I'm going to ignore you. Uh, so the people who went, you know, off the grid, they say, mm. uh, where the puzzle went into the tour network, there was an instruction there where it, it said, congratulations, like, please create a new email uh, on this free web-based service, once, one you've never used before, enter it below. We recommend doing this while using Tor for anonymity. You say it. I can't say that word. Anonymity. Anonymity is what she's going for. I see an enemy. Yeah, I was going to say, Nemo, what do you live in? And then they just said that they would email within a few days. Some of the emails were leaked. Mm. Um, but then there was another puzzle of course <laughs> called the rsa puzzle at this point i also probably would have just gotten bored adhd i would have given up this is too much yeah but to solve this you need to break an rsa key okay i don't know what any of this means <laughs> I'm so like, i'm stressed about this so it says you need to like break a big number with like 112 digits mm-hmm. so it requires like advanced mathematics and stuff if i um, wasn't out before i am out now yeah for sure so people were using something called an nsf algorithm or okay. number field sieve mm. sure um Universal if anyone bus- solved this puzzle is listening and is angry because I'm butchering all this, uh, email us and we'll get you on the episode next. Yeah, uh, we'll, you tell we'll us about what happened. Again. You can actually explain it using big boy words. Um, and, yeah, it decrypts the message in the email so that you're able to read it. Which leads you to another puzzle. Of called course. Called the M-I-D-I puzzle. So many puzzles. This was... A text and also a piece of music and it says this song is your own path another step on the road towards enlightenment follow it and share not let the course be your guide to the depths and then a bunch of other stuff i don't really want to read maybe i should read it <laughs> let the priests of the raven of dawn no longer in deadly black with hoarse note curse the sons of joy will you sing this for me or no nope nor his accepted brethren whom tyrant he calls free lay bound or build the roof, nor pale religious lettree, call that virginity, <laughs> that wishes but acts not for Ooh, everything <laughs> that lives is holy good luck. So this file was a form of musical cryptogram. So it had two tracks providing two different messages. Each message had fewer than 26 combinations of pitch and tone length, uh, which was a hint that each combination could represent a different letter. Of course. You can break this cryptogram using box box and tricks. Oh my god. (laughs) I think it's getting worse the more I say it. Cryptogram tool. And then the result said, very good, you have proven to be the most dedicated to come this far to attain enlightenment. Create a P, nope, a GPG key for your mail address and load it to them. It key server S, then encrypt. The, there's some typos, uh, I think. Or it's 
giving me more puzzles and codes that I did not understand. Uh. The following word list using this cicada three three zero but with a J. Jiro one public key sign with your keys and that's not English. Uh text to the Gmail address. I think they meant to say email. Again, that's a G. Uh from which you received well, I mean, your Gmail numbers. Could also it could just be Google. I mean I guess. Can you do that on the tour? I don't know. I don't want to use the dark web for Gmail. I would get murdered if I tried to use the dark web. I don't use the dark web at all. I feel like I need to specify that I don't just (laughs) not use it for Gmail. I don't use it. (laughs) And once they finished all that, that was the end. Uh, Of the first one. Of the first one. After a month, the image on the subreddit changed to say hello. We have now found the individuals we sought. Thus, our month-long journey ends. For now, thank you for your dedication and effort. If you were unable to complete the test or did not receive an email, do not despair. There will be more opportunities like this one. Thank you all, 3301. And that that's all we heard from them until like a year later and so on and so forth. And the second puzzle was like just as intricate like that one. It was very much data security, solving puzzles, internet things. Um, and, and yeah, the third one, same thing, but never solved. So I'd say it's long- even harder. So how long did it take them to solve the first one? About a month. About a month. How long did it take them to solve the second one? I think also about a month. Okay. And now it's been years? Ten years. Yeah. Stop saying that. Stop saying that it's been ten years. I don't like it. It's been a long time. So that is just a very general, non-techie explanation of the puzzle number one. That is Mm. all I have to say. Caitlin, thoughts? Because was, that was a lot of me saying words and numbers and letters. Welcome to my life. <laughs> um, how does it feel? Good night. Yep. That's <laughs> pretty pretty accurate description, actually. <laughs> no, I think that was, for the little that I know about the Cicada saga, I think it was a good depiction of the intricacies of the challenge. You're yeah. absolutely right. They're not looking for people like us. No. They are looking for people with, like they said, a specific, highly intelligent skill set. But Genius Stephen Hawking, Dr. Reed <laughs> kind of people. The people that I want to hang out with. The person I wish I was. It's just a level of intrigue of why are they looking for this specific skill set? And why are people with this specific skill set not already in a field where they're putting it to use? Yeah. Or maybe that's they're getting paid. Maybe, we don't know. But that's... Uh, Is it like an know. Avengers thing <laughs> happening? Like there, people are being secretly recruited by Nick Fury and no, nobody in the general public knows until, boom, suddenly the Avengers are a thing in the real world? Like, like genuinely, the intrigue comes from not knowing. That's why all of these conspiracies and all of these secret societies are so interesting is that we don't know. We don't have the actual insight. But what I think is different about this case, what's different about this story, is that it's attainable. Mm. They're not asking for a specific facet of society other than people with that skill set. But it's not like you don't have to be high-ranking in society like the Illuminati. You don't have to have immeasurable power. Mm -hmm. You don't have to have... um, like the lineage of a Freemason. You just need internet access. You just need internet access and 
natural skill. And even then, your internet access could be at a local library. Like, it 100%. doesn't have to be at your home. It's all about... Maybe for the Tor network, but at that point, they've weeded out a lot of people, so... Well, exactly. But it's all about the individual intrigue of the situation. And I think that's what's so fascinating, is that it could be any of us, and we don't know. Maybe we don't know the skill sets that we have. Maybe it's not something that we've ever been able to practice, but this gives us the opportunity to practice it. Maybe we do actively use this skill set, and now we're finally able to put it to use, but for what? Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many unanswered questions, which is what makes this still, to this day, such a captivating mystery, is that people see it happen. It's like winning the lottery. You're like, why not me? When is it Mm -hmm. my turn? Because it's not out of the ordinary to think that we could be capable of something. Yeah. So I think the, the intrigue behind it and the the excitement and how much it's latched onto on like subreddits and different forums. I think it's fascinating that that's still a consistently intriguing topic online is that there's still people trying to solve it. Mm-hmm. And hopefully one day it will be solved. I think what's especially interesting to me too, is like even beyond the capabilities of people to solve it and how long it takes to solve it. How long did it take them to come up with these codes? Probably years. I, I don't know. Months. And that, and that further ties into, like, why is it so important? Why is it so relevant that someone is taking the time out of their lives, out of their, I'm sure, busy days? And also, how do they know it's still going to be, like, relevant in 10 years' time? Exactly. Like, there's so many factors to it that I just don't, I don't see it being an individual it's definitely not or even like a small group light bulb moment it's aliens (gasps) testing to see who the smartest out of all of us smart enough to join them boom the aliens are never gonna take me they're never gonna take me either so i will be interested to see if it ever gets solved what happens if it does yeah like i i want to know what they're doing it for yeah like also are they the waiting purpose? like with bated breath for the past 10 years or are they going business as usual and suddenly when someone solves it they get an alert like yeah like have they been on? like what have they been doing have they given up and disbanded and not sent out a message about it like well exactly i mean it's no different than the zodiac and people trying to solve yeah shit there I think it's fascinating. I think it's the core of the human experience. Mm. I will go so far as to say. And that's it. That's We've that's reached my, my that point it. of the night where you're getting sentimental about the human race. So yep. we should end it. <laughs> that's you're right. That's a fantastic point. That is a that's how you can tell we've been friends for seventeen years. <laughs> Do the outro. I would love to know what you guys have to say about Cicada 3301. Have you tried to solve any of it? Have you gone through any of the already solved ones? Let us know. We would love to hear your perspective, your experience, and if you think that it's going to be attainable to solve it, maybe in the next 10 years. Who knows? You can send us an email at creepsandcoffee at gmail.com. You can go take a look at the videos and pictures that Jamie was talking about and follow along with our other stuff 
at our Instagram and Twitter, which are Creeps and Coffee. Uh, if you would like to help support the show, help fuel our caffeine-induced recording sessions, you can check out our Buy Me A Coffee page, which is buymeacoffee.com slash creepsandcoffee. And... Boomtown. Boomtown, yeah. All right, go have a fabulous day, night, where whatever it is, wherever you are. Remember and, that we love you. And tight. And that. Uh, don't make poor choices. Ruby, Ruby, Ruby. <laughs> Creeps and Coffee is produced and edited by us, Kate and Jane. Our theme music is Stuck in a Hole by Dayton. For more information on where to find them, check out the link in our show notes. And to connect with us, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Creeps and Coffee.